Tried any harder. Alt up. Brought to you from Los Angeles, California. California. You are listening to the High Voltage Talk Show, featuring Mike on the mic. Welcome to the newest episode of the High Voltage Talk Show. A show for all Chargers talk all day long. How's it going, everyone? It is Mike on the mic here. Excited to talk about some Chargers football. We had the bye week. I took a bye week from the show. A lot was happening last week. I was launching a brand new show called Friday Night Wars where myself and a counterpart go to war on sports debates on YouTube. You can definitely go check it out. Just search Friday Night Wars. It should come up we're like the red and uh black themed show you'll see it says friday night wars episode one 
uh, who won the first battle, something like that. You could definitely find it on YouTube if you look for it. Actually, for the show, we're going to be talking about Justin Herbert on this newest episode that drops this Friday. So go and subscribe for that conversation. Anyways, this week I'm going to do the same as I do every week. I'm going to review the previous game. I know it feels like it was a while ago, but against the Saints a couple weeks ago now. I'm going to preview the upcoming game that we have this weekend against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm going to talk about a Chargers-related topic. And today's topic is going to be how we could win that early, unexpected bye week. Without further ado, waste a little time. Let's get straight into the show. On first and goal. Herbert to throw for it. Back of the end zone. It is caught for the touchdown. It's Mike Williams. And Herbert and the Chargers off to a massive start here tonight. What a tough route. The lights were bright, and the Chargers came out to shine. Unfortunately, we lost the game, but overall, Herbert looked real good on Monday Night Football the last time we took the field. I know it feels like an eternity ago, but I'm still going to briefly go over. I'm still going to briefly talk about the game from the previous week, two weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> Week five's game against the Saints. We had the bye week in between. But before I dive, dive into it, let's go to this week's segment of Herbert Watch. No Keenan Allen, no Austin Eckler. And we see a 20 of 34, 264 yard, 4 TD, 0 interception gem of a game from our rookie quarterback. Wow, it's all clicking for him. And if he keeps playing like this, we are going to string some wins together. It's going to happen. It's going to get inevitable. It's going to happen, y'all. We're going to win some games this season. On the season now, he has 97 of 41, 68% passing, 1,195 yards, 9 touchdowns, and 3 interceptions with a passer rating of 107. All amazing numbers, only in 4 games. And in those 4 games, he has 4 passes of over 40 yards. Amazing start to his career. He's on track to make a run at the Offensive Rookie of the Year. His best competition, Joe Burrow. And his stat line right now through six games is 160 of 246, which is a 65% completion percentage, 1,617 yards, six touchdowns, four interceptions, with a rating of 85. By looking at it, you would have no clue that Joe has played two more games than Justin Herbert. <laughs> You'd think that they had played the same amount of games. Only part that uh, Joe has on him is yards, and it makes sense that he's played two more games than Herbert. Herbert's, you know, thrown for 300 yards every game, so I'm sure he would be way above jo uh, Joe Burrow if he had those two big games. Okay, on to the Saints game. Just going to go over it briefly. Like I said, it was a couple weeks ago now, so we're not going to spend, you know, as much time on it and the entire episode on it. We're just talking about the, the key points to the game last week or two weeks ago, the last game that we played. Chargers pulled the same blown lead stuff that we're used to seeing. Start hot and, and run out of gas in the end of the game. We're used to seeing this. This is the thing that's happened every week just about this season. We had another early interception and a great first half from our rookie quarterback, as I just mentioned. Anthony Lynn needs to take a deep look at what is going wrong in the second half of games. Think about it. Since Herbert took over in the first half of games, we are outscoring our opponents 65 to 48. That is three possessions. We were blowing them out in the first uh, first two quarters of the game, dominating. 
And most of that came against the Chiefs, Saints, and Bucks. All very, very competitive, great teams in the NFL right now. In the second half, <laughs> on the other hand, we're getting outscored really badly. You may want to take a seat before I tell you this stat because this is really bad. We are being outscored 64-29 to in the last two quarters of the game. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely inexcusable to let happen in the National Football League. We've talked about it a couple times, too. We keep letting our foot off the gas. We play conservative versus high-powered offenses, and we need to keep our foot on the gas pedal. We reel in our pass rush as if we're trying to like stop the big play, stop the quarterback from scrambling, no matter who the quarterback is. We stop pushing the ball downfield in the second half. When you do all of this, you're asking for trouble against great quarterbacks and coaches like we've seen this season. You're asking for them to come back on us. You're asking for them to string together some scores, unanswered scores at that. Despite the injuries, the Chargers could easily be 3-2 and two or 2-3. Two and three. And if you take out the injuries and make better decisions in the second half of games, we might be undefeated. We might be 4-1, and 5-1. and one. It's shocking, I know. And to the average ear, they're probably going to freak out and say, what are you talking about? But for us, who have seen every game, watched every single play, we know how close we are to have been the shocker of the season right now. And to be sitting in a position where we could be competing for the first in the AFC West, competing for the number one seed in the AFC, if we hadn't made the mistakes we made and had all of our players healthy. Those two things have killed the Chargers this year, and saying the future is bright is awesome, and the future is bright. But I want to win. I want to win. We are not in a complete rebuild right now. Don't be com- confused. We are just developing our quarterback. The rest of the team is there, and we can compete today. Instead of having a great record, like I think that we could, at least 3-2, and two, we are 1-4, and four, and we could be 0-5 had we not seen Bullock shank that kick in week one. We have to do better in the second half of games. That's all I would have to say about the Saints game. It's aggravating to see the same story every week and to literally sit there watching the game and say to yourself, I know it's about to happen. I know it's about to happen again. And it happens. Real frustrating. Real frustrating. Hopefully they worked on it on the bye week. That's our next topic. We're going to talk about how we can win the bye week. So let's move on. So let's get straight into it. How can the Chargers win the bye week? As a lot of people phrase it, man, we needed this bye week. <laughs> First of all, we got extremely lucky on the schedule getting changed and landing this early bye week. We desperately needed it with the injuries we've had and the losing streak we've been on at this point in the season. So getting the bye here is perfect. 
as we see a, a weaker part of our schedule over the next few weeks. And, you know, we're going to see uh, our some of our players come back. We must string some wins together to get back into the hunt for that wild card. Every game we have left is very winnable. 10-6 and six is still very achievable for these this Chargers team. We got to get it together, though. The biggest way we can win this early bye week is by getting healthy. In week 7 and 8, we are set to see the returns of Trey Turner, Brian Bulaga, Chris Harris Jr., Drew Tranquil, Melvin Ingram, and Austin Eckler. The bye week also gave banged up players that have been really struggling because of injuries, trying to play through injuries. Players such as Keenan Allen, Joey Bosa, Mike Williams, Casey Hayward, and a couple more. Hopefully these guys can get closer to 100% and get closer to being fully healthy for these Chargers games we have coming up. Getting everyone back changes everything. When we have the whole team on the field, we are a threat to beat anyone in the NFL with number 10 behind center. If we can finish this season healthy, we can 100% sneak into the wild card picture but lose another game that we should win. And we are donezo. Finish. Let's start thinking about next season. We got to win the games against the teams that we know we can beat. We cannot drop games to the Panthers. We cannot let it get that close versus teams like the Bengals. When we get a first half lead, we got to step on the throat. We got to keep that first half lead. Another way to win this bye week is to step back and take a deep dive into what to do with the offensive line. Probably our largest weakness, right, if you really look at it. Herbert is under fire every single play during that Saints game, pretty much. He needs time to keep pressing the ball on the field. He needs time to keep chugging along. Getting Turner and getting Belaga back will help, but we need to evaluate who we're going to start on the other side of the line. We need to evaluate who is going to be uh, the strength of the other side of the line. Because I trust Turner and I trust Belaga from what they've done on previous teams to do okay as offensive line for the Chargers and help protect Herbert a little bit more. But the other guard and the other tackle on the other side, they got to figure out who that's going to be. Will this be Forrest Lamp and Roy, Tevi, whoever it's going to be? And they need to get it together because the offensive line has been horrible this season, even worse than last year with Rivers. Just fortunately, Justin Herbert can move a little bit more than Rivers can move. I can't wait to get Turner and Blaga back, though. I've been excited for those pickups all offseason. I think they're going to help the line tremendously. They're both former Pro Bowlers, I believe. I think Bulaga may not have made the Pro Bowl, but he should have. Trey Turner's a couple times he's been to the Pro Bowl. I just know these guys are going to help the line in so many ways. They just got to get out in the field. We haven't really seen them play too much this season. The final way we can win this bye week is to change whatever is going on in the locker room at halftime. Especially when we're looking at making the game plan going into the second half of football. This is the difference for us right now. The second half game plan is the difference between 4-1 or 3-2 and and where we are right now at 1-4. and four. Coach Lynn, the offense coordinator. Gus Bradley, defense coordinator. They need to have some serious self-reflection on their second half play calling. Hopefully they sat down and they said, what the hell is going on in the second half of these games? Exactly what is going on. And they broke it down. And they figured out a solution to this problem. Because they don't solve this problem. And we keep having problems in the second half. And we keep losing games the way we've been losing games. 
I see no argument for a 2021 second chance. That's all I got to say about how we can win the bye week. It's a little bit heated just because we shouldn't be in the spot we're in. But we're in it. So let's get over it. Let's 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 fight through this little rut we've been in. Let's get a winning streak started. We can definitely string together some wins with how weak our schedule is going forward. So here we go. Something that I believe is the start of the Chargers run. This week, we play the Jacksonville Jaguars. A struggling franchise and a struggling team in general. Similar storyline to us. Always having great talent, just not able to string together wins. Not able to make talent convert into wins. Something that we need to learn how to do as well. But Garner Minshew, DJ Chark. James Robinson, those are the primary threats for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The rest of the team from last year has basically been traded away. We should be able to handle them. We should be able to handle them. The Jags have a few bright spots, yes. They can have big plays made by big players in the game. But overall, this is not the sizable opponents that we've seen this far. This is not the Kansas City Chiefs. This is not the New Orleans Saints. This is not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a completely different opponent. This is a much weaker team, and this is someone we can handle. The performance versus Carolina worries me a little bit, but in the past few weeks, we've seen the Panthers aren't as bad as we originally thought. The Panthers actually might be a contending team. They may be a 500 team. So, all the Chargers have to do is play the way they play against these good teams. If you can keep up that level of play, especially in the first half, we will destroy the Jaguars this week. But if we come down and play to their level like we did against the Panthers, then here we go. We got ourselves in another close game, which we should not be in a close game this week. This should be done by the third quarter. This should be done halfway through the fourth quarter. Don't play down to this team's level. Don't sleep on them because they will come out of nowhere and guard them in with over three touchdowns and, and 250 yards. He will. He's done it before. We are a much better team than these guys defensively and offensively. This should be an easy win for us, especially following this bye week. We got a lot healthier. We got a little bit of time to make a better game plan. Better time to make a plan for managing the game, especially. Knowing what to do when we're up big. Hopefully, Lynn, talk to some advisors. Talk to some guys you worked with before in the past. The Chargers should win this game. There's no excuses if we lose this game. Let's go get this win, and let's go string a few wins together as the rest of our schedule is pretty weak. Let's get this season back on track. Bolt up, family. Let's start this winning streak. Get hyped. That's a wrap for episode four of the High Voltage Talk Show. Just a quick little brief episode this week, trying to keep it simple because we did just have the bye weeks. So there isn't a crazy amount to talk about. I'm sure there'll be a lot to talk about next week after this Jaguars game. Hopefully, all good things. We need to put it together. We need to get this win. We need to overall just, just do it. All right? As Shia LaBeouf said, we're right here. We're built. We're healthy now. Just do it. Yeah, that's enough memes for me today. But what I'm saying is, is, is I hope you guys... 
uh, are as excited for this second half of the season as I am. As, and we're not quite in the second half of the season, but this weaker schedule that we're going to see now, I think the Chargers can definitely string some wins together, and let's hope they do. Thanks for tuning in, Chargers fans. Thanks for tuning in, Bolt Up family. Have a great week. Have a great day.